This is the Our York Media Podcast, where we talk with the good newsmakers of York County, Pennsylvania. I'm your host, Rebecca Hanlon. This week's White Rose Award goes to Jarrett Kinner. Jared works for an after-school program at one of the local PA preparatory academies. After hours, he uses the facility to run a program with local boys involved in his group called B5B, which he describes as a young gentleman's social club. The group talks about life, etiquette, manners, and how to be effective in the community while taking some days out to just have fun in a safe environment. Jared has done this for about 10 years. He says, the only motivation I have is the thought that if not all, some of these young men will pay it forward when they get older and help the next generation to come, the way friends and family, teachers and coaches took out time for me. Do you know someone in York who deserves a little recognition? Nominate them for a white rose. Visit ouryorkmedia.com and you'll find a nomination form under our podcast page. You may have noticed some new community pieces popping up on your social media feeds lately. We're rolling out some unique stories with the goal to take you deeper into the life of community members each month. Learn about Laurie Gutman, a 90-year-old York woman whose journey began in Germany at the start of the Nazi uprising and continues today in her row home along West Market Street. Or check out our feature on Wayne Scott, known today as the organizer of the Trey and Boo Classic Basketball Tournament, but in our York media style, we dug a little deeper to uncover the story you might not know about Wayne. All of those stories and more can be found at ouryorkmedia.com. This week's episode is sponsored by the Parliament's Art Organization. The Parliament Arts Organization is a nonprofit arts agency in York, Pennsylvania, with a mission of bringing people together through arts and entertainment. Our York Media's Good News Initiative would not be possible without our sponsors, and we appreciate the Parliament's support of this program. For more information, visit parliamentyork.org. Today we're sitting down with Susan McDaniel, a York artist Susan's touch can be seen in various interior designs throughout the city, which she's going to tell us a little bit about. But we have her on the podcast today because she's a woman of many talents and we want to learn more about her. Susan, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So Susan, why is York home for you? That's a question we're asking a lot of the guests that we're having on now. I actually started uh, uh, coming up to uh, York uh, as a freelance photo stylist for the uh, Bonton. Mm. Uh, I was living in Washington, D.C. I was dating my husband-to-be, and um, we found that uh, his work was going to bring him up here as well. So after we married, I moved up here, and we've been here 20 uh, well, we'll be married 24 years, so it'll probably be about 25 years. Okay. Very and, exciting. Uh, so it's almost a quarter of a century. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Time goes really fast. It does. Um, how did you kind of get into York with, with your own art scene um, as an artist that was coming into the area? What did it look like for you at that time when you first moved up here? That's a, a very interesting question because when we arrived... Uh, we had uh, been living in um, Washington, D.C. with a ton of artistic friends and lots of uh, social uh, engagements that revolved around the arts and the museums, and we were well-connected. My husband's a furniture designer, and uh, he knows a lot of people in D.C., and, um, and they know him. 
So it was, uh, when we moved up here, it was like moving to um, an outpost. <laughs> uh, we were really kind of, we had each other, but we didn't know anyone. Yeah. And we joined York Arts and um, at, at Creative York now, but it was York Arts then, and it was tremendous. It was, it was like, oh, here they are. <laughs> here's our people, here's our, here's our family. Yeah. And it spread from there, and we got involved in um, their programs, and then of course uh, you meet one and you meet another one. There you go. A, a web of connections that yes. you kind of discovered. What is your chosen medium, would you say, as an artist? I'm definitely labeled as a fiber artist, and I'll gladly take that. Okay. <laughs> so can you give us some examples of um, where people maybe have seen your work, but they don't know that it's you? Where would they find that in York? Uh, well, in my shop now at uh, Venture in um, beautiful Royal Square, mm -hmm. we have um, uh, tried to curate some of the best of local um, artists. Uh, there are three women, myself, um, sort of the uh, chief instigator, I, I call myself, and um, we are trying to, we're trying to make the community understand that just because you choose a certain medium that is traditionally known as a like a hobby, mm -hmm. um, knitting, crocheting, uh, whatever, we have, um, it can be elevated to an art form and I feel like we have done that and we're showing it and people are embracing it, it's great. Where did the idea for that come from, to make that kind of a, a hub for venture? Well, I think that you look for something that isn't there and I believe that the uh, community uh, is, we have some wonderful uh, two-dimensional artists, we have wonderful sculptors, we have, you know, all these different people and we, we want to enhance that uh, neighborhood of artists and our specialty is fiber, so there you go, we're going <laughs> to do that. Yeah. Yes. Can you give us some examples, you mentioned knitting and some other things, but what does that kind of art look like? Well, let's just say that, that I think that as fiber, it's surprising how much that encompasses because uh, you can do two-dimensional art with fiber as, uh, you know, um, you can take uh, quilts and uh, like Polly Stetler is, is an amazing uh, artist who uses quilting as her medium and that's fiber. So um, uh, my friend Joanne Chavon is a, um, uh, paper artist who does extraordinary things with handmade papers and that is also fiber so you know the things that that we have like our handbound books from Joanne or um, the, the the beading from Karen because her beads are woven together um, and and create a, a, an item like the, the rings that I'm wearing or, or um, any of her um, work is uh, so textural. Yeah. So Karen, Karen Poust is my spirit animal. She's, she's just She great. inspires you. She, she absolutely does. She, um, 
uh, lives out in the country and her vision of uh, the world is um, skewed through that uh, looking at nature and seeing things and I'm kind of a city mouse so I, I stay in town and and try not to get my feet dirty and she's out there plodding through uh, their their land and the and the game lands up north and and hunting mushrooms and and she brings it all back and makes amazing things to reflect that it's beautiful it's wonderful where do you find your inspiration uh well different places i um think that uh i i've been sort of a, a little butterfly kind of flitting from one thing to the next so um I don't have, I don't think people who know me, um, know me for one thing. Okay. Um, some people would say that I'm a hat person because my husband wears my one-of-a-kind felted hats and um, they're not shy, um, little quiet hats, they're pretty wild and crazy. And, um, and so I've gone from there, I've uh, gone to making uh, ornaments. I, I just like to pick things up and say, what are you going to be to me? You know what? And 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 that inspires me. The the materials are actually what lead me down that okay down that uh, yellow brick road or rabbit hole or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's one of your more memorable experiences from creating something? Something that spoke to you and and you transformed it. Well, Karen first taught me how to knit, and that was, um, I should say my mother tried, uh, God bless her, but she, um, uh, she wanted everything to be very precise and, and, and perfect, uh, which is the way that you should do it. Okay. <laughs> you know, if you're learning how to knit, you should learn how to do it right. But I was uh, stubborn, and uh, Karen came along into my life, and she said, uh, well, you know, every accident that you make is just an opportunity to be creative. Hmm. And I said, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, this is my... That's what you were waiting for. I was waiting for that. <laughs> and so she taught me basic skills and, and then sort of set me loose. And... Um, I became involved with more and more people that were a part of that uh, world and we were all sort of um, uh, we would run down to do you remember uh, when uh, Uncommon Threads was in Wico it was uh, across the street from the the mission it was a beautiful uh, yarn shop I don't know if I'm familiar with that oh it was so great it was run by um, uh, Beth Lutz and uh, Kathy Yost and uh, and they uh, provided a space where we could just pop in sort of like instant family mm -hmm. and I was doing a lot of traveling I was a photo stylist at the time and I was out during the week and I'd come back and I it would be like a plug-in into my community mm -hmm. and uh, there was so much laughter so much fun and the result of that was a show that we put on in um, 2011 okay. called The Pink Tank. Uh, we rented space from um, uh, city, the City Art Gallery. Okay. 
and uh, we headed up for a month and it was a very interesting moment in uh, York um, art uh, culture. Now I made about uh, 400 crop circles because I'm from North Dakota okay. originally and they were they were these really colorful circles that um, and then hung them all over the walls mm. but uh, there were 12 of us that were part of that group and okay. I would say that that's my that, that's the thing I'm proudest of at the moment really? and I'd like to do it again in uh, uh, 2021 as, as a 10-year anniversary okay and do some amazing things that sounds really neat very cool something very different for York I think so and and I think that the uh, in 10 years um, with the you know Pinterest posting and all that that it comes along people understand that that is you know that's a really happening fun yeah Thing. And it's uh, uh, not looked at upon as uh, just some little old ladies, even though a lot of us are. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. What do you think you love most about art in York? And what do you think it is that we need yet? Well, I guess I love the camaraderie of the um, York artists. Um, and we, we, we run such a gamut, but there is a huge amount of talent in this town um, in all aspects. And we are, uh, have support from uh, the city and um, uh, the um, uh, Cultural Alliance and uh, different organizations that do fund grants and things to help us uh, try to to make it, I, I guess what I'd like to see is people perceiving art as not as something that's fun that people do um, and therefore devalue it, mm -hmm. but something that is incredibly valuable to our community, to our, our lives, to our children's lives, you know, to show them that there's beauty in this world and some things that aren't so beautiful that can be expressed through uh, art. And I would really like to um, see uh, more uh, people taking um, art seriously, I guess, in a fun way. How has art in that way impacted you? You've made it a career, yet it's also yeah. an outlet. How do you, you know, experience that in your own life? Well, I think that without expressing uh, art through my fiber works, I'm, I'm currently working on um, a uh, seven-piece suite of works for um, the Yorktown Hotel when it opens. Um, I was one of the one of twelve that was picked, and and. Actually, I think that there are three fiber artists that were picked, which yeah. was, you know, out of 12, that's amazing. Mm. So we're, we're very, very happy to be uh, uh, chosen and to be a part of that. And I think that, um, that when I look back on my life and what I have contributed to 
Uh, York is a sense that we are all able to come together through art and through um, activities invo involving art. You know, like for, for instance, on uh, um, First Friday, we're doing uh, a uh, make your own Valentine's mm. uh, table because people just like to play. Sure, yeah. And they're bringing their kids, of course. So. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. very family friendly. <laughs> very appropriate for that audience. Yeah. The, the Yorktown one, that's that's such a, a neat example, I think, of how artists in York can really contribute to some very big, exciting things. Uh, what does that feel like for you to be able to, to make those kind of contributions? Um, well, huge um, and daunting uh, because I know that uh, these pieces will be hung for uh, a considerable length of time. They won't be there forever, of course, but um, I first when I first came up to freelance for the Bonton, I stayed at uh, the Yorktown. Oh, okay. And I always thought what a sweet place this is, you know. It, it, it um, was like a, um, like a grand dame that was kind of down on her luck, you know. She, she needed some help. She needed some, um, uh, you know, maybe some, uh, maybe some new makeup or <laughs> Yeah. Actually, probably a lot of makeup. Somebody, somebody spruce her up a little bit. Yeah. But... But so elegant, and and what I remember about staying there was uh, were the people um, that were there. I remember all of the uh, people that would run through on business and sit in the um, shop uh, downstairs on Market, and and I just I, I really felt like it was a community. I'm so happy that the. Um, uh, that, that is being revived again. Yeah. I, I think it's some great stories to come. I, I think those memories are really cool, but some new stories to come. Well, out and, and like I that. can't believe that I'm going to be... You'll be part of it. I'll be a part of it. I'm, I'm just thrilled. I think March 14th they're having a, a opening Meet the Artists at uh, Market View. On okay. The I know floor. they've been kind of talking about some things like that. You can... Kind of get a behind it's the been scenes. a long time coming yeah <laughs> well uh good things big things are sometimes hard to do and oh absolutely take a while. so that's and one an one thing i've learned from working with uh, uh josh hankey and and the guys at royal square uh, uh development and construction yeah. is that the minute you start working with an older building the uh, budget just you know you start opening up walls and going oh man <laughs> it's full of surprises it's full of surprises and mostly ones that you don't want you right. know it's not yeah, not good bags ones. of of money <laughs> hidden in the walls it's usually uh, uh, plumbing that needs to be addressed or something and right. and but I've uh, enjoyed working with them so much and and uh, I, I just I'm so grateful to see. York become a place that I am proud to call home and I'm really grateful for the uh, uh, people who are putting a lot of money to make that happen. Um, Louis Appel, God bless his soul, you know, and, and all of the uh, people who have continued to follow that example of giving back and saying, you know, 
we're not going to let this town go away. Yeah, we need those people. But yeah. thank you as well for your own contributions because thank you. it takes everybody rolling up their sleeves and contributing yeah. something that they can and, and whatever that looks like. So I think you've done that in your own way. Great. Well, um, I'm just going to continue working in that <laughs> Good. direction. Good. Well, I'm excited to see what you put together for Yorktown, and we'll we'll keep an eye on your work going forward. Thank yeah. you for coming in and, and sharing with us a little bit. It was so much fun. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Before we end, have we mentioned how grateful we are that you're spending your time with us? Each time you listen, download, or even better, subscribe to our podcast, you're helping support us in our mission to give York something better to talk about. For more information on Our York Media and our Good News Initiative, you can visit ouryorkmedia.com. We want to thank the Parliament for sponsoring this episode. We appreciate their investment into helping us share our community stories. We really couldn't do it without them. The Our York Media podcast is produced by Will Hanlon and Ken Brueggemann. I'm Rebecca Hanlon. Thanks so much for listening.